Hello, friends. Thank you for listening to Independence Day. My name is Joe Armstrong. You have tuned into an Independence Day Fast Forward episode where we check back in with an artist who has been on the show previously this week, Andrea Hamilton. She joined us way back in March of 2012, March 21st to be exact. That was episode number 40 for those of you who are keeping score at home. Andrea, so lovely to see you. Thanks for coming back. Oh, it's great to be back. Good to see you. It's good to see you. Like, I feel like this is kind of a family, this yeah. Independence Day thing. It's like a family, but like, I'm like the dad. Like, I know everybody. Some people know other people and some people have connections with other people. But uh, you're kind of your own little world over off to this side. Like, you and Jess Penner like, yeah, are yeah. kind of in that She's in a that good realm. friend. Yeah. She's super cool. A great musician. So oh, great. Yeah. Wonderful to see you. What have you been up to? What's going on? How's things? Yes, been creating lots of music, um, trying to get more and more into the TV film placement world. So I've been writing songs for that with some composers and at the same time wrote a ton of songs for my album, narrowed it down finally, and now we're pretty far into tracking. So that should be out in the fall and just playing some shows. You keep yourself busy. Oh, yeah. Keep yourself busy doing stuff. Now tell me about your writing process. Are you you prolific? I mean, is this something you sit down and do every single day? I don't write every day. Um, I know people who write every day and they're amazing writers, but I just started to feel like a lot of it gets shelved. Yeah. So I'm trying to really like be a good steward of what I write and right. get more of it in shows and stuff. So I I would say I write every week at least, yeah. but I try to kind of hit the ground with those songs more than some of my friends who write every day. Now, when you're a writer and a performer, it's different because now we're all, as musicians in the, on the new millennium, we're all kind of little cottage industries. You know, we've got to kind of maintain all these different aspects of our own careers. With yeah, like, and yeah. writing is just one aspect of it, but that's kind of where it starts. Yeah, you know, exactly. like that's where your content comes from is that writing. So yeah, uh, remaining dedicated to that is an, an important part of that. Absolutely, and I feel like it's a strength of mine that just being alone and writing. That's something I've done since as far back as I can remember, and it's yeah. a big part of who I am. So yeah, that's where it all starts. And in terms of now, you've got. You've got an album coming out in the fall, which isn't that terribly far away. Fall yeah. is right around the corner. Um, but you've been releasing singles along the way. Uh, and I find that kind of fascinating because as, as a musician, like when I approach how, like working with other artists or even myself, like I tend to think of it as an album as like one big thing. But you've got these singles coming out along the way. Like for me, that would be horribly distracting Oh yeah, to have to focus on something kind of in the <laughs> interim. Like how do you keep it all together? So we had too many songs on purpose for the album. So kind of the ones that got finished first and felt um, placement friendly, I released as singles. So that was kind of partly to keep interest with my fans, but partly because it was smart income wise to fund right. the rest of the album to get a few placements along the way now placement friend that's a really really funny word i, I almost chuckled loud <laughs> enough to distort the microphone when you said that it's funny how that's changed so drastically mm-hmm. in the business because growing up when i did like selling your soul to the man for a product yelling your music to get placed in a commercial or in a movie or tv Absolutely. you know tv or movies was a little different right. but in a commercial or something like that was antithetical it's completely different now like it's, it's funny whole, that transition it's, it's wholly different yeah and and there's big huge bands that turned down you know huge advertisement placements because they didn't like the product or it wasn't cool enough of a vibe and now there's super cool vibey bands yeah. on all sorts of car commercials and target and whatever else and jess pinner actually is like right. a huge placement artist and it's notoriety now it's not right. like cheesy anymore it's so weird because 
that's just a main form of income now is getting right. and the advertisement placements have become the number one most envied right. spot maybe besides like a trailer for a big movie or something right and as as other well i guess that's the thing it's a function of necessity because as other revenue streams have dried up in the industry that is like the great i'd say undiscovered country but it's very discovered yeah but that's like where everybody's turning to make up money you know i know bands who yeah. tour around in vans um, you know, doing it the way it's always been done, grinding it out on the road, you know, living on Doritos and sleeping in the van, if or in, if at all. And they're minding their phones every second just to see if they can get a placement somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Keep, you know, another, you know, they get 25, even 20, like two, two, two grand. We'll keep them on the road for another week or two, you know. And I think the whole facade is kind of broken down because of the ease of social media and right. like... Making a crappy video with your phone in your hand is like cool now. Right. And even 10 years ago, it was like, ew, that's who's, don't release that, you know? So everything's yeah. changed. And I think, you know, getting a placement in a TV show is, it's cool. It's an accomplishment now because yeah. there is so much music and so much competition for that. So. There really is. And it's really had a big effect on music. Like even you, like I was listening to you talking uh, to Nathan, the guitar player you're going to play with here in just a second as you were setting up. Like when you're writing, you're actually thinking about, well, this will this work in a Target commercial? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or will this be good for that? I mean, it's, it must be very interesting to have it affect you from the Genesis point. Yeah. And uh, not every song. That'd be kind right. of exhausting. But if, if you have a hook that you think is placement friendly, you can go in that direction. And yeah. I've never had any problem with that because I write happy music naturally. So yeah. it's not a far cry like right. for me to write something advertising friendly right because that's what naturally comes out of my heart is like kind of generic happy sounding things anyway right. so it's who i am and that's kind of a plus because but every now and then i just write a song that i know is too specific and heartfelt and that's okay yeah and i'm writing well, it more for me yeah. like to your point you were saying before it can be both now yeah it doesn't have to be exclusive to one or the other and people will not judge you for quote selling out right <laughs> your music to be in a target commercial like i myself like it would be great to have the ability to turn it down i don't have the ability to turn it down if paul Molive wanted to use one of my songs i would sing paul Molive all day long <laughs> I don't have the choice. Okay, so this week on Independence Day, fast forward, Andrea Hamilton. She was back with us in March of 2012, episode number 40, if you want to check that out. Her music is really, really great. It's happy. It's optimistic in a way that I wish I could be in terms of my songwriting. I love the down and dirty, gritty, nasty stuff. But uh, but I love so much happy music, and her music is certainly that. So what, you're going to play a live song for us. What's this going to be? Yes, this song's called Better Together. It came out earlier this year, and it's about just being in relationship, having friends, having family around you, having that special person and how it makes you better. Fantastic. I, I, it's a great sentiment. And playing along with her on this will be Nathan Bowler, newly arrived in Los Angeles from Nashville, Tennessee. So we wish great things for him as well. Yes. Okay, Andrea Hamilton on Independence Day Fast Forward. Anybody told you about the carrot and the pea? Their hot and steamy love affair from ancient history. Romeo was buried deep inside the ground, while Juliet was hanging high and hoping to be found. How did it happen? 
Better together, better whenever We got each other, I got you cover No high that we can't climb When I'm with you, it's always a good time And have you ever wondered How it feels to be The same without the sunshine Or the wind without the trees Should be simple logic Two plus two is four But sometimes when you add it up It equals something more Better together, better whenever We got each other, I got you covered No high that we can't climb When I'm with you, it's always a good time The sky is bluer, everything's brighter Easy to see that everything's lighter Only the best ahead Always been said we're better together You are the fun part of my day You're teaching my heart a new way My name is Joe Armstrong. Thank you for listening to Independence Day's Fast Forward. Be sure to drop by indepthday.com to hear the full episode with Andrea Hamilton way back in March of 2012. That's episode number 40. Andrea, thank you for coming back. So lovely to see you. Aw, it's so great to see you too. So many people roll through this show and I always tell them like, man, we got to like hang out. Like, I know. You're cool. You're Aww. a cool human being. And it's just, I love having cool human beings around. It's half the reason I do the show. Aw, yeah. To invite people into the house here at the Independence Day World Headquarters. Nice. And uh, in, uh, Eagle Rock adjacent, as I like to say. Yeah, Los Angeles, California. So hopefulandrea is your dot com is your website. So this word hopeful or hope is like a big theme like in your music, in your persona, in like how you manage your musical or like your life, it seems. And what is like it seems kind of vague in a way, right? It's like that the, the Obama thing from yeah. eight years ago. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, uh, hope. Just hope in general. Yes, we can. So but being vague, I mean it's it's vaguely but vaguely positive, but like what does it mean to you exactly? Yeah, what hope means to me and how it relates to music. I mean I feel like I want to use my music to remind people to hang on to hope and to restore hope. And I think music's a very powerful tool to like encourage others and connect, you know, make people feel less alone maybe and just, um, I don't know, spread love in the world. And I know those are words that get used a lot, but I think it's, I think it's because it applies to a lot of situations in life. You know, there's a lot of different things that a lot of people go through on their journey but if they can have, if they can feel, you know, supported and if they yeah. can feel like I'm 
somehow my music is giving them hope or helping yeah. them in some way, then that applies to lots of things. You know, everyone has a different struggle or a different valley, you know, a different journey. And if you have a sense that things are going to get better, and if you have a sense that you're not alone in it and that it's going to be worth it, you're going to grow from it, then yeah. you can get through it a lot better than if it's just like hopeless, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'll paraphrase uh, uh, Morgan Freeman's character from Shawshank Redemption, which is that hope is a good thing, maybe the best of things, or perhaps the best of things. I'm not exactly sure what he says, but mm. there's really something to that, because if you don't have hope, what have you got? Yeah. You know, it's, it's life is challenging, you know, even on the best days, there are, there are small challenges that people face, and and to focus on that, I think, is a, is a to set your compass, yeah. right? To kind of calibrate your compass, that that's what you're aiming for, I think is a wonderful thing. I think it's it's important to have emissaries like yourself spreading that around the world because Thank it's you. a real thing. It's a real thing that people desperately need. Yeah, yeah. Um, and because it, when it comes, like it's an election year right now, like every there's a lot of gnashing of teeth oh, gosh. going on right now. <laughs> We're not going to talk a lot about that. But I just wanted to say that like it's it seems that one of the characters wants to tear things down, you know, and one of the characters, one of the, the, the candidates wants to build things up. And I'm not telling you to vote for vote for whomever you want to vote for but just remember that it's easy to tear things down it's easy to criticize things it's easy to destroy things it takes any idiot can tear down a, a barn but it takes a carpenter to build a barn exactly so i don't want to stick with that so i want to talk about one more thing before we get on out of here uh you had a i forgot all about this when listening to your last episode uh when you were originally on the show episode number 40 uh, you had a big health thing, like you yeah. were overseas, and it was they thought maybe you'd never sing again. Yep. But as that recedes into your rearview rear mirror, like how does that continue to affect your life and your art? Yeah, so even last night, I got the honor of playing at a concert where most of the crowd knew each other from AA and different recovery groups, and these are people who my heart just like feels close to because they've learned about hope the hard way, and they've had struggles in their life, and I just find those people to be more real and more open and genuine um, sometimes. And so I was honored to share. And I just, I talked about my two years of not being able to do what I love and just fighting for my life. And even though it's a handful of years ago now, like I think it's changed me for good. I think it's made me like a deeper person and a more caring, passionate musician because I'm kind of using music as like a, just a way to carry my message. You know, the music isn't the end all be all goal. It's more, the, the love that I'm trying to spread right. to people, you know. Right. It's just the medium through which you're trying to do what you would be doing yeah, regardless. Exactly. Because my guess is if you had actually lost your voice, the tragedy that would be, or your ability to sing, uh, you'd still find a way yeah. to carry that message. Because we are, as musicians, I think oftentimes we forget we are other things too. Yes. You know, we're musicians. Exactly. And that might be our prime directive, the thing that we're passionate about. Like for me, I call it a compulsion. Yeah, <laughs> you know, mine too. Like I wish actually. I could stop sometimes. Yeah, I can't stop. I can't. I can't not do it. Um, but you'd find another way. Yeah, I would. To get that message I think across. the message is bigger than just whether you are singing it or not. Like I almost sometimes feel like I'm secretly a life coach in the form of a <laughs> you know songwriter. Are you Tony Robbins? <laughs> Maybe a one percent. Like, pull, like... pull off a mask. And... <laughs> <laughs> tell me how like, to actually tell me what I should be doing this weekend. Uh, and then creeping up underneath us, you'll hear this is her brand new song. The song is all over again, correct? Yes. Tell me just a little bit about this. Is this now are these singles gonna be part of the new record or are they gonna be completely separate? Um, I'm not sure yet. I haven't okay. decided. I think they'll probably just be separate so that, you know, people can hear all fresh stuff when the album comes out, but we'll see if one fits on there real well. But this uh, the story behind this song is two people had a falling out, but met 
randomly on the other side of the world as they're like traveling, trying to find themselves after that big breakup or whatever. And so they run into each other and they decide to give it one more chance. So it talks about falling in love all over again. Oh man, you're like the cutest thing in the world when it comes to these <laughs> kinds of writing topics. Next time I need a co-writer, I'm calling you yes, because please, I need someone. Because I always write like, I'm not a dark person, but when I go no. to write... I tend to go to those places because there's so much more territory there for me to mine. Yeah, and know? writing is expressive. So exactly. we feel these deep emotions when... Because like my goal as a songwriter, I think, is to write my version of Johnny Nash's I Can See Clearly Now. Like That's kind of like, someday Ooh, that's the song I want to write. That's a cool goal. I hope I can pull it off. So, Andrea, thank you so very much. Thanks for, for hanging. For taking the time out, coming out to the, the World HQ of uh, Independence Day here again playing some songs and look forward to that new album in the fall check her out hopefulandrea.com is the website she's also on Facebook at Andrea Hamilton Music YouTube, Instagram she's all over there Andrea thank you thank you and please drop by indepthday.com to hear this and other episodes of Fast Forward and full episodes of Independence Day as always I'm Joe Armstrong thanks for listening all over again